We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions, the fit your life, Rocket can. What up? Welcome to Maggie and Perloff. Was there a game last night? <laughs> I got to say, Perloff, the way that you were trolling me yesterday about the Buffalo Bills losing to the Vikings, you set your own team up for a loss. And that one, even though the Eagles are still great and all that, that was painful because you got hosed by the referees and outfoxed by Taylor Heineke. Oh, man, that was sweet. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> First of all, I'm only mad about one thing. I'm mad that the I did in the passer? No that I did not bet the house against the Eagles because the way I treated you after the Bills <laughs> loss, there is such a thing as sports karma, and it hit me hard last night. It wasn't just the refereeing. Everything about that game was painful and miserable, but I think the Eagles needed to lose a game. Well, <laughs> sure. Talk yourself into that. I love it. This is not the 17-0 talk. It's like, don't worry. You still had a while to go before 17-0, but whatever helps you sleep at night. I mean, how, how the Eagles, and Brandon Graham specifically, who probably has, Perloff, would you say the biggest play in the history of Philadelphia Eagles like football? He has the closing sack on Tom Brady yeah. in the Super Bowl. Like It was him who who, who finally like shut down Brady as much as Brady well, had 500 I mean, yards of offense in that game. But you know what I mean? He is the seminal moment. The fact that it was him, a seasoned vet, someone yeah. who's so good, like took the bait on Taylor Heineke, who baited him into a roughing the passer it was bizarre. I've never seen a guy take a knee like that in like a live game, just sort of give himself up, not throw the ball away, not take a sack. But the fact that Brandon Graham was the one who took the bait was just shocking, and it ended any hopes of a Philadelphia comeback. Just so we're clear, the biggest play is the Philly special. Well, okay, I mean, he got a statue. Honestly, Brandon Graham should have a statue. He should also have a statue. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think he baited him necessarily. I think he flopped a little bit. And I think it was an awkward kneel. And he started to get up, too. I don't think anybody knew what was going on. It was a quick knee. It was just that, like... Well, it was a knee. But he was trying to stay on his right knee. Yeah. And then he was clearly uncomfortable, so he lifted up his left knee. Brandon Graham is not watching him like a hawk. He's running around the edge. And there are all sorts of theories out there. Chris Sims, my buddy, says that Brandon Graham was trying to pad his sack stats. Because that's Brandon Graham Ooh. at age 34 with a Super Bowl ring. He really cares in his <laughs> final two seasons. <laughs> yeah. about That's the most ridiculous theory ever. He was going 100 miles an hour, and I'm sorry, he, he's not used to a quarterback taking a knee after. Have you ever seen a quarterback run around, not see an open receiver, and then get down on one knee? <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Well, it was a bizarre play. Well, the weird thing is if you're trying to get Philly to call the final timeout, right? Like you're trying to bleed them or whatever, you could just take the sack. And that would have the same effect. 
you could, I guess throwing it out of bounds, though, is going to have the same impact as taking a knee. It's going to stop the clock, right? Because the clock would stop. No, no, taking a knee. No, 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 the clock clock would still run, right? So he didn't want to throw it away. Typically, I mean, defenders are used to now watching for the quarterback to slide. But he didn't slide. He just took a knee in the middle of the field, which is totally unusual. You can't slide when you're going lateral. I got involved in this whole Twitter thing last night where people were pulling up the rule book. And they said, if a player gives himself up, then you can't touch him. But it never says if a player kneels. Because that language just isn't in there. So no one really knew what the kneel was. But that's like giving yourself up as the kneel. Kind of. Yeah, I know. But it's just an an unusual way to do it. I thought it was the right call. He definitely gave himself up. I'm sorry. Brandon Graham, all-time great player. But, like, he, he was the one who messed up there. And, and Heineke definitely flopped, but that's the thing now in the NFL. Yeah. Like, people are saying, like, oh, Heineke, you know, Vladi Divac, and how could you? Why? He's just <laughs> doing, like, the smart move. Taylor Heineke is now 3-1 and one for the Commanders as a starter and just handed the Eagles their first loss. Well, I think Heineke made it. It's talking about sports karma. He made a little mistake, though. You don't celebrate after the flop. His celebrations are so annoying. They're so because, big. And the other thing, too, is officials do not like that. And the NFL does not like that because the NFL already knows it has a problem with quarter, roughing the quarterback. They know that it's not great and they're running into a potential problem down the road. But you don't bait a call by flopping and then celebrate like you just threw a 90-yard touchdown. <laughs> the emphatic first down. Meanwhile, Heineke does that on every first down. It's like, all right, you guys yeah. just rush for a first down. I don't need the emphatic, you know, arm yeah. signaling forward. Trust me, he cost himself a call at some point in the season well, by that. I, I think he's probably just like so ecstatic that he's still out there that he yeah. just doesn't know what to do with himself. Meanwhile, they keep, you know, keeping the ship afloat. Washington is now staunchly a playoff team and you do not have a team with a losing record in Wait, both the NFC East and the AFC East. Staunchly a playoff team? Explain. I mean, they're 5-5 five and five right now in the NFC. 5-4, and four, I think, right? No, they oh, got to 500. Oh, they're 5. Yep, they're 5-5. Five and five. Five and, five. and so, I think that the Washington Commanders are setting themselves up for to be a wild card. Wait, but the problem with their 5-5, five and five, right, 5-5, five and five, is they have to play a lot of Giants and Cowboys and Eagles so it's very unlikely the way the schedule plays out that all four teams are going to make it. I don't think all four teams are going to make so it. So who but, drops out? Well, maybe it's the Giants. I have no idea. Everyone's schedule in the NFC East is so freaking easy yeah. that maybe all four of them do make it. I don't know. But I do know that Washington has now resurrected their season, and maybe that's not a surprise that it's when Carson yeah. Wentz leaves the field for an injury and he- and Heineke's there. And he was like the crafty one last night because that definitely won them the game. Well, he was really good last night. The Commanders really are not much worse a team than the Eagles. I mean, that was on... If you go just in the trenches, the Eagles' O-line is great, but if they never get on the field because the Eagles' defense with Jonathan Ben-Don't-Break-Gannon, who is the most overrated (laughs) defensive coordinator in the history of the NFL, this guy... How long have I been... Actually, before we got together, I've been complaining about his style of defense. Too bad he didn't get a head coaching gig. I know he was up for those last year. So all my friends are praying that he gets a head coaching gig and gets out of town. His numbers are great because of this new style, but you saw it last night. If you can't get off the field, then I don't care if Jalen Hurts is playing like an MVP. He's not going to be able to do anything. Also, some How about bad. the Eagles? I had yeah. less than 20 minutes of possession last night. Yeah. It was Every, crazy. It was a three-yard run, three-yard run. First, the third and three, and Taylor Heineke completes a six-yard pass. The Eagles are not well-designed for that, which makes me even more nervous. Forget this loss. What if they lose to the Colts? Because I'm telling you right now, this is the wrong kind of team to play. It has nothing to do with Jeff Saturday. We do not want a good offensive line and a good running back to face the Eagles. Yeah, that no, is clearly nobody the wants kryptonite. that. It's really hard. But it's specifically the Eagles' kryptonite. They're, they're like your Bills. They're set up to uh, face a passing team. They're not set up to face a run team. 
And so am, is it just me or am I the one who gets painted here as the cynic about their team or I have to be talked off the ledge? You're honestly worried about the Indianapolis Colts. I get what you're saying about Jonathan yeah. Taylor, but you're the Philadelphia Eagles. You're eight and one. There are so many people in sports, in inside of the NFL, media types who think the Eagles are the best team in the NFL. Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate. You cannot sit here and tell me you are afraid of the Colts. Not not afraid. I just think that this is, you know, this, how many games have a bigger spread than this one next week? A bunch, right? It just went down, actually. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it went I think. down to like seven and a half to six and a half. Okay, I hilarious. understand the drama of the Colts with the coaching staff, but they are a four, five, and one team. They were basically a playoff team last year. They blew it in week 17. They're obviously a decent team. This is a very, very bad matchup. They're obviously a decent team. That's not what we were saying about them last week. Decent as in we thought they were seven win. a laughing stock. And unfortunately, yeah. Shaq Leonard is now going to be out for the year. He had back surgery. We just got that unfortunately. news this morning. Well, I mean, for him. For, for him and yeah. his family. You, Eagles fan, ruthless. <laughs> he's a problem. I'm so glad he's not going to be there for the Eagles. But now I'm going to take off my Eagles hat. No, it's not a matter. Of, I'm not like the Bills where every loss is a is a reason to sell, sell away the whole season. Basically, it's a loss. It's one loss against a divisional foe. It happens all the time. When the Washington's up, the Eagles beat them. When the Eagles are up, Washington beats them. This happens all the time. You know this yeah. from your own division. I know. I mean, listen, you almost have me convinced that you're not you're not that uh, scared. The yes, Goddard injury is not great, but he's a tight end. Yesterday, you brought out my five tweets that went from that showed just the agony yeah. and total pain and torture that I was in. How about the tweet from Perloff last night? No way the Eagles can't lose this freaking game. <laughs> That's what yeah, I was no. like. Oh, he's taking it seriously tonight. Well, you got a couple bad calls going your way. It was like, uh oh, what is going on here? Four he- turnovers in the game and basically no time of possession. That was a brutal one for the Eagles. I mean, they're still a good team, but that was a rough loss. Yeah, but it, did you ever feel at some point that the Eagles are not the better team? That this is just one of those games. Jalen Hurts played really well, actually. The Hurts one interception, did play very well. the one interception hit the receiver in the hands. It was sort of wrestled with a fifty-fifty ball. I I feel very good about the way Jalen Hurts played. I feel very good about the young wide receivers. I'm very good about the offense. Nervous about the defense. Well, I mean, AJ Brown left the game at one point, was injured, came back in. That was the only bet that you and I lost last night. All of our other props, everything cashed except for our AJ Brown over four and a half receptions. Everything else cashed. The Taylor Heineke interception. The uh, Terry McLaurin over four and a half, the over in the game, and the spread. We had it all except for A.J. Brown. You know what else actually has me a little excited? What's that? So Washington and the Giants and Washington and Dallas have to knock each other off. That's going to be fun to see because I'm a little – if you ask me, is it, I'm going to put my Eagles fan uh, hat on. Who am I most worried about? The Dallas Cowboys. Yes, the Cowboys. So a resurgent Taylor Heineke-led Washington – uh, if they can knock off the Cowboys a couple times, do they play? Let's see if they play. They definitely play the they play week. They play the final week of the season. Oh, they already played. Darn it. Well, anyway, they get one win. If <laughs> there goes your it. theory. Was everything built on that? Like, that was no, the house of cards just came falling down. All I need is Dallas really to lose one or two more games, and the Eagles should be fine. So that's if that's a really close game, that helps. If they knock off the Giants, that helps. The Eagles just need to win the division. I don't even need the bye. You give it to Minnesota because Minnesota's not scaring anybody. The Eagles just need, <laughs> need the two. The Vikings? Come on. Okay. I mean, they just beat my team. So, yeah, they scare me. 
Really? You don't think that you could beat that team again? You were up 27 to 10. I don't want to rehash that. Today's about you. Today's not about me. Today's about your team losing, see, not see, about my team losing. Do you see how none of these teams scare me? Nothing Nothing here scares me. I have no fear after this loss. I understand exactly where the Philadelphia Eagles are. There's no panic. Helps we don't have the Chiefs in our conference. I'm not going to lie about that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, the easiest schedule in the history of mankind. Going I like the back that. Stretch. I like that. The Giants have an easy one, too. Maggie, learn from me. Just take this loss sure. in stride. Oh, Just I don't, realize. You want to switch schedules? Well, I'd be happy to switch schedules. You want to play the Miami Dolphins and start playing the New York, New England Patriots at oh, all? The, the same Miami Dolphins that edged the Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears? <laughs> yeah, and just beat the Cleveland uh, Browns and also oh, maybe... The, a, oh, no, not the did, Cleveland Browns. And didn't, didn't punt in the game? Yes, the Browns are terrible. They're three and six, or whatever they are. They're They're really bad. You don't think the Dolphins don't scare me. You are scared of the wimpiest teams. Forget the Dolphins. They're nothing. Forget the Jets. Sorry, Samter. You have one thing. It's going to be the Bills and the Chiefs in the playoffs, and that's all that matters. You have to forget about all this other Again, nonsense. You're just busy in your mind. Now, the Eagles. Let's switch schedules, please. If the Bills no, and no, Eagles see, could switch schedules, I'd be a happy woman. That's the other reason I'm not too panicky. Although, I, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to put it out there right today, Tuesday afternoon. The Eagles could lose to the Colts. They could definitely lose to the Colts. And that's, again, I won't even panic about that. All right. We'll check in on that. I'm going to hold you to it because no, I, I mean, think there is the going to be some panic. During the game, I'm going <laughs> to curse out things, break things in my house. Yeah, you're, we're going to lose it. The longer Jordan Davis is out, the worse this run defense looks. And it's a problem. Can't get off the field. Last night, the Commanders had 12 rushing first down, nine passing first downs. They were just able to move the ball. And I know it's the bend, don't break or whatever, but they were also getting in the end zone. They were also taking advantage of Eagles turnovers. Yeah, the, and the Eagles fumbled a bunch. That's not always going to happen. The one, Fluky. The one thing that bothered me the most, though, about the Commander's win last night wasn't the roughing the passer or the baiting it, you know, Brandon Graham into that. It wasn't the flop. It wasn't the missed face mask. I'm going to tell you what it is on the other side because this bothered me a lot. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Are you feeling as good about the Eagles as Perloff is? Hey, they just lost. No big deal. And I'll tell you about the commanders. Just one thing just didn't sit well with me. By the way, baiting. Like, okay, so <laughs> Taylor Heineke had a plan. He's like, well, if I kneel and I sort of shake around a little bit, I'm going to get him to hit me. Well, if you said it was a flop of NBA proportions. But that's not baiting. Well, but that it kind of is, though, right? Because you're, you're basically over-exuberant on the... On the, you know, contact. It's, yeah, I'm also curious. Yeah, do people, is there anyone out there who is with me who thinks that it wasn't a no-brainer roughing the passer? Oh, yeah. What do you think of the call? I thought yeah. it was the right call. It was roughing the passer. The guy took a knee. It's weird. We haven't seen it, but he didn't do anything illegal or wrong. Yeah, you I think mean, it was a BS call. I, I, I'm just worried for Taylor Heineke. I, honestly, I, I hope he's in the protocol <laughs> yeah. after that vicious <laughs> two-handed touch hit. Uh. Seriously, uh, I don't know how. It must have been adrenaline that he got up and celebrated. Should we have Chris Nowinski on about this? Because <laughs> that was a, Don't do that. And by the way, you know I liked Taylor Heineke before this week. I, Old Dominion. I love Old Dominion quarterbacks. I do not like that person. <laughs> he's out of the backup quarterback fact, club. Yeah, I said some things that were very unpolitically correct about Taylor Heineke. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, okay, once the game was over and he went to kneel, then you should take a shot at him when he's really kneeling at the end. This is the Eagles fan. This is when the real Eagles fan comes I, out. Brian Ryan me- was my favorite coach. He would have he would have lasted one quarter in today's NFL. I, it's so soft, Maggie. Do you call me Townie Maggie when I like get all upset and you know get into it? 
I'm going to start calling you like, what, what are you broad street Perloff? All yeah. of a sudden you get real <laughs> Philly. Yeah. I mean, because I don't like flopping because I don't like no, he, you, these incredibly soft NFL sh- rules on that are ruining the sport <laughs> because of roughing the passer. The fact that you said you should have really taken the shot at him when he was kneeling. Yeah. Well, the game was over there. <laughs> there was a, bring it a backup. And the just, goon. Yes. Perloff the goon. That's what you're going to be. Always sunny and Perloff. Yeah. I would have taken him out. No, if I was a goon. backup linebacker. No, you're yeah. a closet goon. Uh, that's I what you are. Also, too, uh, this is, all right, since I'm already in this pool, why don't players hit the quarterback really hard if they know they're going to get a flag? At some point, someone's going to be like, ah, I'm going to get a flag anyway. Just take out the quarterback like they used to do with Cam Newton and everything. Morality. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Surely you just try the first hundred years of NFL history. All you did was try to take out the quarterback. So yeah. if they're going to call little things like that now, why not really hit him? Okay, I think two things. I think one, you probably get reamed in a meeting if you cost your team. It has to be, you know, you got to understand. You got to find and the place. right spot. Right. Gotta, you know, you don't want to cost your team a win. And I think they get fined. So yeah. yeah, if you're making Brandon Graham money, great. But if you're not, then suspended. I mean, I, I mean, if it's a blatant, the like, suspension's an issue. Yeah, Did like James a, Harrison ever get suspended? I know he got oh, fine, yeah. after fine after fine after fine after fine. I mean, Vontez Perfect did, but I don't know if it was quarterback that was headhunting, stuff. though. Yeah. Did um, James Harrison never get suspended I mean, for all those his hits? His fines were he like in the, six, suspension, I believe. in the six figures. Remember? Because yeah. they were escalating on top of each other like a multiple offender or whatever. I remember he was getting, at one point, I think he was getting fined like $100,000 a pop. Harrison was the first player ever to be suspended for an illegal hit. There you go. Okay. For what? One game? But still. Yeah, one game. <laughs> Get your money's worth, I guess. Boy, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Were you as outraged as Perloff because the NFL is getting soft, in his opinion, because they called the roughing the passer on Taylor Heineke? I thought it was the right call. You can weigh in. Also, the NFL quarterback controversy we never saw coming. We'll explain that in just a moment. Get on board. We want to hear from you the Maggie and Perloff Show, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. You can also find us on Twitter at Maggie and Pearl. We're back in a moment on CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. So I had set up this great surprise for everyone here at the Maggie and Perloff show. You know, morale was low because the Eagles lost last night. All four of us were depressed. It was terrible. Maybe one of us. It was all four of us were sad. (laughs) Yeah. So I was going to have a surprise friend of the show come in and surprise Maggie and surprise Samter and surprise Stu. But this surprise friend came five minutes early and everyone at the company emailed Maggie and Sam. So there's 20 emails saying that Sully 
dear friend of the show yes. is here. Sally's going to jump on in a minute here. I love it. But, also, security extremely tight around here. Yeah, yeah I know. They send 15 emails. Uh, but <laughs> if you are like me and thinks that the NFL is getting soft, or if you're like me and thinks that the officials basically handed a win to the Washington Commanders because they couldn't stand the Eagles being undefeated, I, I'm overstating a little bit. But I did it's a think conspiracy. You're they right. clearly missed a face mask that ended up getting Dallas Goddard a tight end hurt, which is very scary for Eagles fans. And the play where Taylor Heineke took a knee and got, I would say, two-hand touch by Brandon Graham of the Eagles. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I will admit that technically it was the right call, but in spirit of the rule, it was pathetic. And Taylor Heineke's celebration afterwards for flopping was disgraceful. That was I'm going to say disgraceful. That was, yeah, sure, disgraceful. That yeah. was the dead giveaway. Yeah, disgraceful. I'm sure Bill Cowher will say the same thing on the, Sunday show. You don't jump up after a flop and say, yeah, I got him. Not in the NFL, but give us a call if you're on my side. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. All right, let's hit Rudy. He's in Indianapolis. Rudy, what's happening? Hey, how are you guys doing? Big fan of the show. Mm-hmm. I was remarking on the quarterback hits. What do you have? I don't think if they're going to be that soft on quarterbacks and neighboring and dark back infield, not go out of bounds and get more yardage, I don't think the quarterback should run. If they're going to be that soft on hits to quarterbacks, stay behind the line of scrimmage. I know, Rudy, see, that's the thing, and thank you for the call, is that when the quarterback leaves the pocket, then all of a sudden they're a runner, right? So they don't get the same protections that the quarterback gets. But you got two different types of quarterbacks now. You have guys who slide, like smart quarterbacks who slide, and then you have guys like Josh Allen, the quarterback of the team that I love, who invites the contact and is actually doling out the punishment. And every time he slides, it looks like he's about to break his leg, too. Did you notice that? (laughs) His legs are too big. But there is a, a real problem, though, with the quarterback sliding. They're trying to get flags. So you already have this. This is a protection yeah. thing, and they're trying to get a flag. You see it every time. Every slide, the quarterback gets up and said, he hit me. Where's the flag? It's become a bit of an unhealthy dynamic, kind of like in college where Kenny Pickett faked the slide to gain yards. So you're seeing quarterbacks like Justin Fields who are gaining yards by playing this little game. Am I going to slide or aren't I going to slide? I don't think the NFL is really headed in a great direction. Well, and you also have quarterbacks who are willing to take the punishment and they'll go in head first or they'll go in and and they're not sliding and looking for – when looking for the flag, as you said, Paul is in California. Paul, what's going on? Hey, guys. Hey, Paul. Well, hey, I, I got. A, I had a call back in today um, uh, after the birthday celebration last night. And yes. Andrew, yeah. all I can say is karma is not your friend. <laughs> <laughs> Way to clean Come that on. up for terrestrial radio Come and television. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, the big dog killed me last night on the sushi, but... We came back, and we went early uh, so we could come back and watch the game. At halftime, he looks at me and goes, Andrew is not going to be happy tomorrow. <laughs> and I started busting up. Andrew, I'm looking at, Andrew, I'm looking at your schedule from here on out, and my brother, I, I think you got four losses in your future. Wait, 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 wait. Four losses? Are you including well, Indy you, next week? I, I got Indy as a toss-up like you just mentioned, but I think you're going to lose the Packers, the Titans, the Ziffy. And then you got the Giants twice and the Cowboys. Paul, do I sense a show bet here? I say they're oh. I say they're under four losses for the year. Oh, 
are we talking shave my head with the uh, barbecue sauce here? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, oh, that's a, quite extreme. <laughs> I mean, you trying to shave your head? I No, I'm not trying to shave my head. and I don't want to take on the big dog either. I'm trying to find a middle ground. Where do you, Paul, what part of California? I'm in uh, the Bay Area out in East Bay and Livermore, guys. Um, mm. and, I, and I absolutely love your show. Um, I uh, This time calling in. You guys, I mean, I look, I so look forward to it. But when my 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 twenty year old son looked over me last night and said, "Andrew's not going to be happy," <laughs> I started busting up, especially on the hills of what he said about Maggie the night before. He goes, "Oh, Maggie is not going to be happy." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was happy last night, Paul. Turnover after turnover after turnover. Can I, can I, I was like, a, "Oh, that stinks for the Eagles." Oh, can well. I throw out a little geographically themed bet? Sure, Paul. If sure. If I win this bet, you have to wear a bread bowl full of clam chowder. Uh, clam chowder. Is it, don't they sell those out in yeah, San Francisco? I think it's I think it's Paul and Big Dog. Paul and Big Dog okay. have to wear clam chowder bread bowl hats. Okay, well we will roll down to the wharf and we will put them on. Yeah. And if I win, what do I get? I think Perloff does the bread yeah. bowl. I think we also find a bread bowl. We fill it with clam chowder. We this is New York City. We now, can wait, get whatever. I don't we want. have to eat the bread bowl because that's a lot of carbs. Do I? <laughs> I know you're watching your weight. <laughs> how, how about an eight by ten picture of you two with Maggie smiling, holding her Bills flag, and you pouting uh, for love? Well, uh, that. Uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what is it? My birthday, Paul? I mean, that's okay. awesome. <laughs> Thank you. You're wearing, <laughs> you're wearing bread bowl hats otherwise. <laughs> All right, Paul. All right, guys. Hey, mark it have down. Have a great afternoon. Love you both. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot, Paul. Appreciate that. Samter, take a note, will you? Try to find us a bread bowl in New York City somewhere because I have a feeling Perloff's going to be wearing that. Just thing a bread bowl or a bread bowl that can convert into a hat? <laughs> By the way, uh, uh, show policy today. <laughs> can we make something very clear, Mike? No calls from the Washington, D.C., Virginia, Maryland area today. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Michael is in Washington, D.C. He's calling <laughs> right now. Michael, how are you? Hey, Maggie and Perloff. I'm doing great. It's also my birthday today. I'm a first-time listener. And by, by God's uh, good grace, I'm a first-time caller. So listening, um, long-time Washington fan, whatever our nickname is, great victory last night. Perloff, uh, I do take exception to some of your comments about Heineke, the idea of Perloff is to win the game, and whether you're sliding or flopping, as you eloquently said, Taylor won, Jalen didn't, that's all that matters, Perloff. Okay, all right, but did you like that that call at the end? Were you happy to win that way? Yes. <laughs> well, win that way, define win that way. They, you know, did that play, Perloff, did that play define the victory? No, it contributed, it was, but it didn't define it. Was it was probably more the face mask on Dallas Scott or the define in the fumble. That was probably, did you want to win that way? I mean, you don't think that this is yes. going to come back yes. and haunt yes. you yes. later on? Yes, everybody wants to win anyway. Yeah, you get, yeah, win, winning is about good luck, bad luck, preparation, and execution, right? Perloff and the Washington team was better prepared, better coached, and bad calls okay. are part of the game. You're not, not every call you're going to get is going to be a good call. And next week, Washington plays. And maybe they don't get the calls their way. Isn't that a fair assessment? That is a fair assessment. But stop talking like Joe Gibbs is still in town. Dude. You're the Washington <laughs> no, no, Commanders no, no. of 2022. Ron Rivera, Perloff. You should know that. We you're, have Ron Rivera. You're five and five, and you've had a twenty <laughs> year. You're a twenty year disgrace. Five, but how much? What is that? Ten games? What is it? A seventeen, eighteen game season? We have seven games to go. So I will tell you what: if we don't make the playoffs, and please quote me, I'll come to an Eagles playoff game, and you will win the division. And I'll sing the Eagles fight song for everyone to hear yes. if Washington doesn't qualify for the playoffs. Please 
Oh, all right. Absolutely. I'm worried for your safety, but I <laughs> Honestly, will hold Michael, you to it. Honestly, Michael, like, really rethink that. Maybe wear green. I'm, maybe <laughs> maybe hide in a corner when uh, <laughs> if you admit you're a Washington fan. But, I mean, come on. You can say the Eagles are outcoached, but Joe Gibbs outcoached Rich Kotite when I was in high school. Yeah. There's no way consistently Washington is outcoaching the 8-1 and one Eagles. I'm sorry. Uh, Michael, thank you for the call. Listen, there was also the other boost that they were getting, right? It was like Ron Rivera's mother had passed away. He gave away this really impassioned speech. He gave a very impassioned speech after the game. Like, everyone had a little something extra yeah. for that win, you know? Uh, maybe. That's a nice way to put I it. Think- I think the Eagles were due a loss. Don't you? Did you get that feeling? They had some fumbles. It was kind of a wake-up call. I mean, maybe it's a wake-up call. You think they could lose to the Colts. So what kind of wake-up call would that That's, be? That is a, it's a heavy wake-up call. <laughs> also, that is a uh, four-alarm wake-up call. <laughs> here's the thing, like, about who who's coaching better. And, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if Ron Rivera is, like, one of the best coaches in the league. But Nick Sirianni, I mean, you're talking about Jonathan Gannon as the defensive coordinator has been the beneficiary of some hype. I mean, don't you think Sirianni also? He might be a good coach, but the person who essentially saved the season last year wasn't even him. His offensive coordinator decided to change the offense. I don't know how is Sirianni really a great coach. I don't know. I mean, they are eight and one. Well, they're eight and one, but yeah, they also they, have an MVP candidate for uh for a quarterback. And Howie yeah. Roseman should be the executive for the of the year. How he fleeced the New Orleans Saints and how he's built the team is amazing. Season ends today. Who's your coach of the year? Probably. Well, is it just because he has the best record? I quite you, frankly, I think Vrabel's doing the best job because uh, he's got nothing, and somehow they keep winning. Yeah, I mean, they're in the AFC South. They kept winning last year. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, surprise. Sully, friend of the show. First time ever meeting Stu. It's all happening here in person. This is amazing. I had no clue this was happening today. None of us did. They have the same glasses. They're basically twins. I know. Long lost <laughs> brothers, you two. Uh, okay, we also will get to our Cowboys quickie. Jerry talking on Dallas radio this morning. What do you have to say about the Cowboys Super Bowl hopes? We'll get to that and so much more after CBS Sports Update with Rich Ackman. Very appropriate, Stu. And Samter, nice job. We play Dropkick Murphys every time. Sully, friend of the show, our Boston correspondent who lives in Las Vegas <laughs> comes to see us. <laughs> you surprised us today. This is amazing. Surprise. What are you doing on the East Coast when the Patriots are on a bye? Uh, you know, I was uh, traveling to Boston to see some friends, and then um, we came down here to see some friends. I'm with our buddy that McLovin knows, Marco. Yeah. Marco, because for anyone that doesn't understand. <laughs> Marco. Marco. <laughs> And uh, we decided, I, I was texting and talking to McLovin. I said, hey, if you got some time, I'd love to just pop in and, and say hello and surprise you guys. And you guys have always invited me to the studio. It's and, an open invitation. And I think you guys understand the way I live my life is when you guys or anybody invites me somewhere, I try to say yes if I can. And we kind of made it happen. It was going to be a really big surprise, but yeah. we got kind of. Yeah, the security guards downstairs kind yeah. of blew the surprise. But I'm still <laughs> shocked, floored. This is amazing. Shocking yeah. when they see me, they were security calls. It's <laughs> interesting how that happens. Yeah, I was just saying. So it happens I don't I don't understand. We can't do anything right in this entire building. Nothing ever goes right. Yeah. I, it's, I've been trying to sign in in my work email for four straight days. I have no help. But all of a sudden, you months. show up, and there's a five-alarm fire. There's nine emails that go through. There's someone here for Why did you? I'm almost like, did you say call up to Maggie and Andrew? No, of course you didn't. No, right? I literally said, hi, I'm Sully, and... Yeah. 
I'm here to, to... They're like, what are you here for? I'm like, I'm here to see Maggie and Perloff. And, oh, you shouldn't have said that. What well, am I supposed to say? He You're here say? to say Perloff. It's, you knew it was a surprise. <laughs> so they emailed Maggie. You gave away the, the surprise. Well... I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, next time yeah. we're expecting you to waltz in and say to security, yeah, do you have any idea who I am? Yeah, don't worry about uh, it. Uh, clearly, I'm yeah. a friend but of the, the show. One, here's how you can make up for it, Sully. Yeah. You are with me that the NFL has gotten soft, and that was should not have been a penalty when Brandon Graham hit Taylor Heineke on the ground last night. Correct. There's a lot of things about sports that are, are frustrating. And, you know, I have a buddy that they have a, a clothing brand that typically I wear, Violent Gentlemen, and they have a T-shirt that says, Make Hockey Violent Again. <laughs> and also make football violent again. It's a violent sport, and go. that's the tough thing is people that are complaining, these athletes are going full tilt, and it's a violent sport. You can't stop when you're going full speed and your job is to stop the ball. The, the way he got up and the quarterback celebrated, that was that I can't Wait, imagine for you what it would have Sully, been like. Sully, we, we don't get into this a lot when you call in or you're on the phone because it's a little bit hard. But you have like a real history with the NFL, right? Your Correct. family has a connection to the Patriots. Do you want to enlighten <laughs> the audience on that as much as you want to say? Um, back in the day, I was lucky enough. I mean, I, I had nothing to do with it. I was born into the Sullivan family. And, you know, back in 1959, my grandfather put up the money for the AFL franchise, which was the Boston Patriots. And they played their games early in Fenway and, and Harvard Stadium and stuff like that. And then it, they moved out to Foxborough where they are now. And my family years ago sold off the team. But, yeah, I've always been, you know, like I like to joke around. I thought it was normal for a 13-year-old to get on a team plane and, and travel and just go <laughs> yeah. play cards with the players. And, yeah. you know, Steve Grogan and, and right, Steve Nelson. Steve yeah. Grogan, yeah. for people old enough to remember it, that dude ran everywhere. And he got hit all over the place. He never drew a flag. He had a neck roll. He played football oh, yeah. with a neck roll. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, but then again, Sully, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Sure. Tom Brady gets hit like that. Sure. Then He's it's a not flag. playing for 23 years. Then either. it's a flag, right? No, but it, there's, there was a highlight that ran a couple of weeks ago on Twitter that it was against Buffalo when Brady rolled out and got laced. His helmet popped off. He got up and there was no penalty. So he grew up in that era. Yep. And now, like everybody knows, if the quarterback goes down, the quality of the product goes down. Yeah. So they have to protect the quarterback. The hard thing is, I don't. What was going through your mind when that hit happened? Yeah, it it wasn't because of that play. There were a few turnovers, and Philly yeah, didn't play yeah, their yeah. best. Whatever. It's a divisional game. That's what I said. Thank you, Sully. Well, well part of it that it's a divisional game. You're going to yeah. lose some games like Correct. that. Sometimes you're going to fumble. Correct. I think <laughs> this idea. You know, it's funny. There was a lot of talk about seventeen and zero because it's an easy schedule this year. You are a Patriots fan. Did it actually help the Patriots in two thousand seven when they went sixteen and zero? I, I'm I'm a believer when I remove my fandom that these guys don't care about going 17-0. They just want to win Sunday. That's their whole thing. And, and mm-hmm. I think maybe that it's a great story to tell and whatever, the 72 Dolphins were smoking cigars and popping champagne bottles, whatever. They, they earn that. But the game has changed. There are many more teams and... You know, it's a divisional game in Sampter. Unless you play in the Jets, I don't think anyone, you don't have to worry about losing oh. to the Jets. Well, speak for yourself. Uh, well, that's, yeah. that's a Patriot fandom in me and not a Bills fandom. <laughs> yeah, Bills have to worry about the Jets. So I don't think, Apparently. I think it's a, a narrative that the, the media likes to play the undefeated season. And I, you know, whatever. I like the fact that Philly got challenged. It was a tight game. And they learned, from, hopefully they learned from this, that this is what's going to happen. Maybe they took them a little light. It's the Washington Commanders. They're terrible. But the flip side of the Patriots was that's like known as one of the great Giants wins of all time because it it prevented the perfect season. So in some ways, 
I don't think the going undefeated, like, I don't think teams want to do it. I'm a, your Eagles I, have, I, I have totally it, agree with you. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's also the outside noise. Like, it grows yeah. and grows and grows and yeah. just becomes so big. You know, you mentioned Samter. Maggie and I, we disagreed on a lot of things. And, you know, she's a Bills fan. I'm an Eagles fan. But we have both definitely decided we're against the Jets being good because yeah. when the Jets win, <laughs> His smile, Mike Samter is a lifelong Jets fan. It's, the it's text unbearable. Messages too. It's they totally just, unbearable, dude. They so. come in with such a rapid pace. You so, know? Shelly, you're a Patriots fan. Yes, who, I am. Who would you rather see lose? Samter's Jets. Jets. Okay, so you're, even if Maggie's Bills are a bigger threat to the Patriots, Wait. you'd still rather see the Jets, Jets. lose. I, we've had this conversation yeah. many times. The Bills are a wagon. Yes. <laughs> Josh Allen needs to, you know, figure some things out. No he didn't have his best performance the other day, and. You know, it's the way that the ball, you know, ball don't lie, they always say, because yeah. that wasn't a catch on Davis. Is it Davis on the yeah, sideline? Yeah, Davis. But, you know, he's an unreal player. I don't care about Buffalo. And to be honest with you, I'd like to see those fans get to celebrate. Jets, no chance. <laughs> what about the uh, Dolphins are really good now, too? I don't, whatever. Everyone in the AFC all specifically hates the Dolphins because we all watch our teams go from the cold weather down to Miami in the middle of December, and who knows what happens to the team. Guys are probably missing in action. Oh, I know what happens to the team. they always go and lose. Yeah, they get the Miami flu. They go out the night before. I know. It's down south in the wintertime. They're out partying and whatever. Sorry, we got a call yesterday saying that there's a Las Vegas flu that the Raiders themselves are getting that guys, and I don't think this is true. The guys are sort of living the life in Vegas, and the team isn't as focused. Now, if you went by the South Beach theory, it'd be the visiting team isn't as focused. But it feels like what's going on, I don't know, I'm asking this, but you, you have a sense of Las Vegas. It's obviously a disappointing season. Any ideas? What, what the heck is happening with the Raiders? Our Former guy, Patriots coach McDaniels. I don't know if they're partying, and it's hard to actually root for the Raiders with all the history back in the day with the, the Patriots and the Raiders and the Phantom Call and the Sugar sure, Bear sure. Hamilton and... You know, and then they go on and they win the Super. The Raiders I, win the Super Bowl. That was in '76. I know it's a long time. Yeah, ago. Yeah, I was to say, what about? I, I think say, the Tuck Rule made up for that. No, 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 no. The Tuck Rule was the Sugar no, no, no. Bear Robinson. No. What, what the Hamilton. heck are you talking about? Hamilton, Sugar, Sugar Bear, Hamilton. Hamilton. Oh, I know about well, the I, hit, the Phantom hit. That was back in the '70s well, with the family. Well, so. I would say Jack Tatum and and Daryl oh, yeah, Stingley, which is a much more serious issue. But okay, so but me saying that is. I was rooting for Josh McDaniels, right? He brought me a lot of joy when he was with the Patriots. Yeah. The hard thing is, is I don't know what's going on there. I I don't like to say this, but I don't think David Carr is an elite quarterback. I don't. I really don't. I don't Derek think. Carr. Uh, Derek. David yeah. wasn't either. But, I mean, <laughs> Derek Carr. Yes and yes. <laughs> and then for him to show the emotion, great. But he was, wasn't he calling out some of his teammates oh, publicly definitely. and not behind the scenes where most things should have been handled? So there's a lot of chaos. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't think players, they're professionals, right? First of all, I think a lot is coming back to how many draft picks have the Raiders cut since Mike Mayock was there? All of them? Yeah. Except Jacobs? No, I think Farrell's still there, isn't he? Uh, Cleveland Farrell. But Abram's gone. Yeah. Jacobs is still there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to have an impact. Henry Ruggs, obviously. I mean, Vegas got to him. And that's in in the most tragic of ways. Very true. So I I don't think it's, you know, I hope that Josh gets more than one year. But I'm also not Mark Davis. Sally, can we actually, this is an exercise, I don't want to bore the audience with this, can we, can we do our sports calendar next year? When are the, when are the, the five of us going to hang, and Marco too, six of us now. <laughs> I so, think we take the trip to, to the Bahamas for Marco, I think we bring the whole set. Yeah, Sully's a, DJ en route. Stu, Samta, everybody yeah, comes Sully's down. Sully's en route to the Bahamas, if you see him smiling on CBS Allegedly. Sports. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Marco, uh, you don't mind if we all come, right? That's cool. He's got room. Uh, excellent. We got a thumbs up, we're in. Uh, but, uh, so wait, next year, the Super Bowl's in Phoenix, you're Correct. coming with this us. This year. 
This year, it's in Phoenix. The year after that, it's in Las Vegas. We're staying at your house. Now, there's also, isn't there a Grand Prix coming to Las Vegas? Yeah, this year, about this time next year. Yeah, so. So, November, you guys are going to come out and shoot the show? Oh, I'd love to. (laughs) Can you imagine the Grand Prix in Las Vegas? It is going to be the coolest event. I know they've had them in Austin, Miami. This is ridiculous. One thing I do love about everything about Las Vegas is they know how to put on an event. Yeah. The hockey shows, I got to get you to a hockey game. The pregame show for hockey is bananas. For the, the, for the, the Knights? Knights? Wow. It's insane. Like, they know how to put on an event. We've talked about the yeah. Raiders and pregame for them. Honestly, they know how to put on an event. they better. It's Correct. Long, it's long <laughs> yeah, it's You're competing with a lot. <laughs> a lot of entertainment dollars, sure. But, yeah, I'll I'll go wherever I can. Yes. You know, hopefully, if the fabulous Schmoopy is, is listening, that we'll figure out how to get to wow. Arizona. I mean, we were going to go to the national title game with Schmoopy's Utes, but they blew it. No, they didn't. They still got a chance. Well, two losses. They got they got a chance for the Pac-12 championship, yeah. which is in Vegas. This is USC's. Oh. This is USC's to. The, it's USC or nothing. Getting no. to the college football playoff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For the but they're gonna they're not gonna have an opportunity if Utah handles their situation. Yeah. People love this conversation. Huh? If the Utes handle their way out, they get to play for the Pac-12. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. Sully moved from Boston to Los Angeles <laughs> to Vegas, and now Vegas is this weird sort of sports capital of the world. Yeah. It's really cool because you kind of. I think we need. We had a great time. We went out there for the draft last year. I'd like to make an excuse to go back. <laughs> so, Sully, we only have you for a couple more minutes because we're up against the top of the hour. But okay. one thing that I find amazing about you is that you make friends no matter where we go. It's something about people are just drawn to you, and it's we could be at the draft, we could be you know running into Joe Thomas in a Vegas casino. Yeah, we, right. it, it doesn't matter where we are, but they're not drawn to us. It's you. It's you. 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 Why do you think that is? Like, what are you giving out to the universe that you get this back? Because it's all really positive. You know, thank you. I've, I've, thank you again for the compliments. I always appreciate when I have those nice words said to me, and, and I always want to make sure I acknowledge them. You know, I'm very lucky to have the people in my life that I do, you guys included, because of the relationship I have with McLovin. You know, and my whole aspect in life is I want to always try to leave a situation better than when I got there. And if it's a, an easy conversation of listening to someone or shaking somebody's hand or, you know, it's funny because today was the first time I met DJ Stu Don't Call Me Solomon and I gave him a hug. He's like, oh, we hug? I'm like, oh, yeah, man, we hug. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. a big hugger. Yeah. And I just, you know, I just, there's enough negativity in the world. I just want to push out love and positivity. And, you know, I had a beautiful phone call with a mutual friend of Marco and I before I got here. And he said, you know, just keep pushing out love. And that's what I try to do. You know, it's, there are too many great things going on in my life to not realize, like, I'm on set at the Maggie and Perloff show. Hmm. Like, that's bananas when I really sit down and think (laughs) about it. And to be welcomed in by you guys is something I don't take lightly. Yeah. Oh, and... I know we've done the history of how I met Sully, but the original story about how Sully, the story, how Sully tapped Dan on the shoulder when the flag was at half mass uh, in, in France, in France, in yeah. Normandy. Do you yeah. know that? Maggie, you might not know this story. It's the greatest story you ever. You can tell. We have, we have less so, than a minute. Go Dan ahead. Patrick is watching the flag at half mass in Normandy, the site of D-Day. Yeah. And according to Dan, Sully taps on the shoulder and says, hey, big fan. <laughs> It's true. It's, it's, it's very true. I ta- my, it was like I, I fanned out, and I try not to, but that moment, I was yeah. in Normandy. We were at that beautiful set. It was a gorgeous day. It was a very, you know, it's not a good day or a bad day. It's an emotional day, 
And I went, oh my God, there's Dan Patrick. So I said hello. Yeah. <laughs> right and, in the middle of everything. But uh, you asked him, I mean, Shelly was put out love. Dan, I'm sure, loved it. He pretended he didn't, but he yeah. loved it. And then we had some common friends, and the rest is history. I didn't even know him at the time, which is even more bananas. That is great. That we met a few months later. I would love at some point, can we get Dan Patrick's version of the story? Oh, we, uh, <laughs> oh it's, it's on record. There. It's okay, on YouTube. Okay, it's like, on record. I want Dan's Dan version. Has, Dan's version has a, a single tear going down his cheek. Yeah. Hey, a, hey, excuse me. big fan. Where's Tom <laughs> Brady going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dan's version is even better. Sorry, it's pretty Sully. funny. If you're bored and you want to see hey. that moment, YouTube when Dan ran into Sully in yeah. France. What, where's Keith? What happened? Uh, 855-212-4CBS. Sully, this was awesome. Thank you. Thank you for surprising us. Safe travels home. Coming up, which NFL team is the sleeping giant in the NFL? Here's a hint. It's not the actual Giants. We'll get to that in just a moment. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff. Straight ahead. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.